This episode is about what is safety. Now, as a mother, obviously bringing my daughter up in this world, safety might have looked slightly more tangible. Watch the road, I don't want you to get knocked over, don't play with knives, what are you eating, is it poisonous, not poisonous? As a, as a mother, safety was very important, watching what my daughter did and where she went. I'm not referring to that though, I'm actually referring to safety on a level now. Now as an adult, what is safety? How do I feel when I am safe? And the reason I'm discussing this is because the other day, one of my exercises from one of my tools was about finding my why. Why do I react a certain way in situations? Why might I feel something in a certain situation? And what I worked out was I felt unsafe. Now, as always, it's really important for me to have a conversation with somebody of a different generation. And I have Isabella here to talk about what is safety for her and how that feels in a different generation. And maybe what is her why? So safety for me uh, comes in a lot of different ways. The one that comes to mind actually is emotional safety because... I believe that as, uh, I guess, early 20s year old, I, um, I'm in a lot of different situations in my everyday life that I maybe haven't experienced before. And so what I find crucial is having a place that I feel emotionally safe to return to every evening or in the morning, uh, and it doesn't have to be a physical location, so that I can protect myself and, and recharge. So that to me is the first thing that comes to mind is emotional safety. So I agree with you. And I actually could call this a bit of a hibernation stage as well, because when I feel like maybe I'm in a place that I don't feel safe emotionally or even physically, I want to go and hibernate. I want to go and hide from it all and stay away from everybody, everything, and that will allow me to feel safe. So how can it be that we need to uh, learn how to feel safe when we can't just disappear from the world? We can't just hide away. I mean, I know that I feel the most unsafe when I'm with someone that I feel uh, is either narcissistic and or doesn't respect me. And so because that's when I feel the most unsafe, I'm able to navigate those situations accordingly and either not put myself in them in the first place or if I have to be in the situations, because sometimes you do, knowing what tools I can use to protect myself in those places. So when you say though, a lack of respect, because it's really important that the ego isn't coming in with that, that it's not about, well, they just don't respect me. You need to explain a little bit about what you mean by that, because you're very good at understanding, this almost reflects on boundaries again, but that respect to allow you to feel safe as opposed to the ego. Yeah, well, respect for me, I don't refer to it in a way of excessive respect. I refer to it in a way of human-to-human -human decency. Uh, and the fact that that's my bar, I think, says a lot about the world. But I refer it into a way of just working with someone and feeling collaborative and polite towards someone. That, to me, is what respect is uh, on a most basic level. So when do we feel unsafe? 
you know, when we look at it as, uh, as you said, in an emotional level or a physical level, I know I feel unsafe if it's definitely I'm not in around the right people. That has a huge impact on me because day-to-day -day safety, I'm very fortunate that I do not live in a dangerous world in close proximity to where I am. I can walk to the grocery store. I'm not saying I'm going out at three in the morning. Maybe that's dangerous wherever you live. But I can contribute to my own personal safety in that aspect. But from an emotional safety, I definitely feel it when I'm around people. I suppose this is going back to that gut instinct that we were talking about in a previous episode, where we're saying what makes us feel unsafe. Now, I definitely feel unsafe if I don't have chai. Everybody knows my Maltese dog, chai. That is my safety blanket in a way. You know, as we're growing up, we have safety blankets, safety toys, those things we take with us. Maybe we have habits and ways of doing things that help us feel safe. Well, I think a lot of uh, unsafety uh, stems from people's childhoods. I think, I mean, honestly, a lot of experiences that we have and reactions we have now as adults are based on what we went through in childhood and specifically for unsafety uh, i believe it's related to uh both kinds of safety emotional and physical and when as a child you don't feel that you are protected by the elders around you you go into a constant state of fight in uh fight or flight honestly both depending on whichever works for you and unfortunately, unless that can be rectified as you get older, that continues to remain and will actually get worse because this type of thing doesn't go away as you get older. You just sort of layer onto that internal passport. And I think it definitely comes out in different ways as well. Growing up, maybe when I felt unsafe, maybe I cried or maybe I, as I said, I went into my bedroom. But nowadays, I've had experiences in the last couple of years where my body has physically reacted in a way that was incontrollable. And that's because, as you said, there was an experience that I'd had from maybe when I was bullied as a young person. I've been bullied at various stages in my life. And I look back at that and think I've dealt with it because it was at that stage and things were different. But the experience that happened in the last couple of years somehow reignited a physical reaction to feeling unsafe to the point where now we were talking about you trust your gut I have another feeling that comes into place and the minute I feel that pit in my stomach I know that I feel unsafe and I need to change it and do something so how can we make ourselves feel safe how are we able to utilize uh, is it the exercises and the tools? Is it acknowledging it? What do you do? How can you make yourself feel safe? Because again, even as a younger person, you still have those experiences. Well, for me, I have two things that I do. I think I mentioned it briefly, which is the first is being able to assess a situation beforehand to decide whether it's going to make me feel unsafe or put me in an unsafe situation. And if the answer is yes, then finding a way to not even put myself in that position in the first place. Now, the second side to that, because occasionally we get into a situation that's unsafe or makes us feel unsafe without even realizing it, uh, is finding a way to remove yourself from that situation. Or if you can't remove yourself from that situation, 
protecting yourself instead and knowing how to do that. So for me, I have my different ways of identifying unsafety and equally how to get myself out of it and protect myself so that I can do those things when I'm in those situations. So it's about understanding, first of all, what that looks like for you, then understanding how you can deal with it, as you said, whether it was a situation you knew about or you didn't know about. Because that, I think, is the more obvious one. The last situation that I was in, I was unaware that it was going to turn into an unsafe situation. In fact, we'll use something that happened to me the other day as an example, because it didn't actually involve anybody else. I was invited to go and visit a space in the middle of nowhere, in the middle of the mountains, and I wasn't told the details to that drive. I wasn't told really how long it would last. I wasn't told that the middle of the mountain there would be nobody there and no gas stations. Now, as it happened, I was able to uh, provide myself by absolute fluke with the fact that I'd filled up the car, but I lost cell service. There were so many elements that started to happen that caused me to begin to feel unsafe that led to me actually feeling incredibly panicked. I was in the middle of nowhere with no cars around me, a four hour drive, no gas stations, no cell reception, and the only way to come down from that top of that mountain was on an unsafe road that had actually been washed away by the bad weather. So that is a, a very precarious position to put myself in. And so I think, as you said, there are some situations that we don't know. So what I had to do in that situation was try to rationalize things as much as I could. And I was able to literally complete a list of, okay, the things that you should be or could be worried about. And so I, I wrote that list in my head and then I took off what I had no control over and what I did have control over. For example, I had enough gas. That was the most important thing. So whatever happens, I could do this. I also got myself into a place where I saw two or three other cars and was able to stop and ask them about this way of driving. And even though it felt dangerous, they had taken that same road. So bit by bit, I was able to tick off these elements. So is it about understanding what practically things look like and rationalizing it and taking ourselves away from the emotional turmoil of our blood getting faster and beating around our heart. I think what you said there was the rational side that I think is very important because often when we get into things like unsafety or traumatic responses, our brains do not become logical and rational. And so I think it's important to understand what that looks like for you because each person is completely different and what seems rational to me might be completely irrational to somebody else and vice versa. So I think it's about being able to identify for yourself what is irrational and illogical because they are two slightly different things and then being able to, like you said, practically find ways to solve the situation and check the items off the list in order to protect yourself and or get yourself out of that situation. Yeah, because with that situation, I was able to rationalize it one way or the other. Again, luckily I had gas. If I didn't, I have to say, I don't know what I would have done. Uh, but the alternative where I had been in a work situation and I felt incredibly unsafe, 
I chose not to leave that job actually and I could have done. So that was actually about me making a decision on what to do. But I don't think it should be looked at in a light-hearted way. If you feel unsafe, if it's affecting you, if you want to make a change and it's for your own mental health and safety, then it's okay to do it. It's okay for you to say, this is what I need to change. I don't feel safe.